Life is filled with unanswered questions, but it's the courage to seek those answers that continue to give meaning to life. You can spend your life wallowing in despair, wondering why you were the one who was led towards the road with pain, or you can be grateful that you are strong enough to survive it. So tonight's episode will be a little bit different. I am going to be interviewed by my little brother and my little sister. Um, We'll go ahead and start with Jalon, and then we'll move on to Chastity. Jalon? Hello, everyone. Once again, I am Jalon. Um, I'm Brittany's little brother slash friend, whatever, how you want to call it. So I'm here for Brittany, but once again, Brittany is my big sister, and I love her dearly, and she's always there for me. Chastity? Hey y'all, Chas again. Brit, love you girl. You know what's up? <laughs> Alright, so go ahead, Jalon. My sorry. first question is, um, when you was a little girl, do you ever think you was going to become a mother? Wow, so when I was a little girl, I did, you know, play with Barbies and doll babies a lot. Created families uh, with those dolls. So that nurturing piece, I've always kind of had it, but me being a mother I don't think I really fully grasped that as a little girl like oh I'm gonna be a mom one day no okay my next question um when you was a little girl did you ever expect that you was gonna have a little daughter yeah wow um no um I don't I know uh, there's even there's no other words I can put right there besides no. As you see, I'm stammering over my words. Um, I think, you know, fast forwarding to when I found out I was pregnant with a little girl, I was scared. Um, I was worried already about parenthood, motherhood, especially because um, it's no secret that my mom didn't raise me. So I kind of feel and felt like I lacked how to tie two and two together to make four as it pertains to me being a mom, period, but definitely being a mom to a little girl. Um, So I was very scared. I didn't want to, you know, drop the ball, as they say. I didn't want to make the same mistakes I felt like were made with me. Um, So, yeah, I didn't know what to think about or how to feel about when they told me it was a girl. But just to put an F one I was there for you, but you are an amazing mom to Zoe Thank and Braxton. You. So I see no wrong and I love both of them dearly and they go without anything. Thank you. She's amazing, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Cassidy, it's your turn. Okay, my question is the place you're in now as a little girl, did you think you would be in this place at this very moment? So, when I was little, I actually wanted to be a lawyer. Um, I don't know. I just had a thing about being a lawyer. Um, so, I definitely didn't see myself here. While I'm not, I went to school to pursue uh, medicine. Um, I definitely thought, you know, as I got older, so maybe about 15, I thought that, you know, when being a doctor was placed or instilled in me, I definitely thought by now I would be a doctor practicing medicine. Um, 
but I think that, you know, what I'm doing right now in my life, which, you know, is basically women empowerment, um, inspirational conversationalist, I feel like that's what I should be doing. I feel like it's a part of my purpose. I feel like everything that I have gone through stemming back from when I was a little girl up until teenage um, and, and adulthood has positioned me to be able to do what I'm doing like right now. Side note, seeing you in your forte and how you've been doing things with your empowerment, you've been doing an amazing job. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Next question. What's something people seem to misunderstand about you? Oh my God, girl. I feel like I am one of the most misunderstood persons I know gosh um but I think the one thing I feel like people misunderstand and have misunderstood about me the most is um I don't know how to tie this together but it could be my personality and when I say my personality I mean it in the sense of um I could be very recluse and quiet and silent when people don't know me um, and I can be very standoffish a little bit when people don't know me. Um, and so even if I give a compliment or even if I give an opinion about something because I've already come across as standoffish, it's, it's sometimes not perceived correctly. So, um, in situations like that when people finally get to know me they're like oh my god like how did I miss this all along like you're one of the sweetest people you're one of the coolest people I actually love you you're a clown you have a big heart like what but then also too I've been in relationships with people who I've been close to who've misunderstood me too um one of the things about me that you know I think I should probably work on is when I'm going through something, I will shut completely down. I won't talk to anybody. I'll just try to deal with it in my own space, in my own vein, because I don't want to come across as being rude or negative towards people that I know genuinely love me. So um, they'll mistake my silence or me being quiet as there's a beef or an issue between us when it's really not it's just me just trying to work through whatever it is I'm trying to work through and the best way I know how to do it effectively is to shut down and isolate myself but you know as I'm growing I'm learning that you know even if I'm going to shut down and isolate for a little while I need to open my mouth and communicate that with people who I know love me and care about me and just say hey I need a minute this space is not between us this distance is not between us I don't love you any less I'm just trying to work out what I'm trying to work out and it's my hope that you'll understand my heart and not take it differently than what I'm trying to say because I say what I mean and I mean what I say more often than not I mean I'm one of those people that you get what you get with me it's no you don't ever have to figure me out there's never no gray area with me because I'm gonna say it you know so but hey you have some people who are committed to just misunderstanding you and that's something I can't help a person with. Next question. What makes you 
makes you feel inspired or like you're your best self? Um, I actually struggle with that a lot. So it's kind of crazy that you're asking me that. Um, and I have to be very candid and transparent and say, even like with these podcasts, um, I listen to them before they're uploaded a couple times. And sometimes I will kind of talk myself out of loading it. But then I'll remember that this is bigger than me and that if my mission with the beautiful experience is to inspire impact and empower then I have to push through and do what I'm telling everybody that's listening to this podcast to do um so I when we talk about what inspires me it's just when I see people who overcome themselves because a lot of times self is what the real issue is it inspires me to keep pushing when I see you know or if I'm scrolling on my timeline and I see someone has shared my podcast or someone has shared a flyer or someone just telling me like giving me a text message saying you know I listened to the podcast and it and it really helped me that inspires me to keep pushing even though I'm struggling with the fact that I don't know if what I'm putting out there is going to you know, do what I needed to do, which is to inspire, empower, and impact other people. Speaking of inspiring this stuff, what inspired you, what transparent you to come up with the beautiful experience and to come up, even come up with your own podcast? Because mm-hmm. I feel like that is a wonderful thing. And now I'm mean like, you know, most celebrities do it, but now we hear from people, real life people that actually go through stuff. So mm-hmm. what inspired you, what transparent all right so the beautiful experience was actually our birthday theme um a couple years ago but it never left me it just kind of stuck with me then fast forward um i went through a bout of depression and um one night it was like three o'clock in the morning and I just I couldn't rest I got up and I just started praying and I had a whole conversation with God and you know it was a beautiful experience it was like it was in that moment I realized that everything over that last couple months that I had gone through with dealing with depression created a space for me to experience a now I know moment like with God for real I grew up in the church, so I know God. I I mean, so I've been in the church like all of my life. But it's one thing to be in the church, but then it's another thing to really experience God like on a whole nother level. That night I felt like in the middle of despair, in the middle of me crying out, in the middle of me almost losing my mind. God stepped in and it was just the most beautiful experience. I got up that night off of my knees feeling very refreshed, feeling empowered. Now, that doesn't mean that my life changed right then and there, but the days since then have been completely different. And so I like to tell people, you know, this podcast, for an example, Dear Little Girl, it's for people to create. You know, well, actually, it's for people to go back and look at their lives and address traumas and issues that they experienced as a little girl. But in doing so, it's going to create the opportunity for them to have their own beautiful experience. 
I spell beautiful B-E-E because that was my personal experience. People call me B. So I call it the beautiful experience. But what people need to understand and know is that when you address these issues that you had in your life um, and you take the time to be intentional about healing, intentional about growing, intentional about, you know, recovering things that you've lost that were a part of your purpose and growth, you too can have a beautiful experience. So that's why the beautiful ex- the beautiful experience is here right now. That's why you have the dear little girl. Dear little girl came, you know, when I finally got to the nitty gritty that I had not deal with issues that I had as a little girl. And I wrote myself a letter I wrote my younger self a letter, which is going to be on a podcast soon. I wrote myself a letter, and this was in 20, what, we in 2020? This was in 2018. I wrote myself a letter. I still have that letter. And I wrote it to my younger self to let her know, I got you. I know what you went through, but baby girl, things are so much better now that I've taken the time to, to be committed to our healing, our growth. And so now we're here and it's a beautiful experience. It never stops. Every day that you make the decision to push past your fears, grow past your traumas, stop making excuses for your behavior because of what you went through and be accountable, present and own your own actions. It creates days upon days for you to continue to have a beautiful experience. So that's where that came from. Um, The next question I ask you, I... In the last answer you gave me about depression and mm-hmm. just depressed, what advice you can give somebody that's going through depression right now? What is like the number one thing you can say on top of your head about depression? Um, well, one thing I do want to say about depression is it doesn't look the same for everybody. Um, recognizing and being aware of what depression may look like to that individual is the first step in getting help. Um, I also encourage therapy, um, in the black community, I feel like we take, make therapy, you know, taboo, like it's something that we shouldn't do. You know, we hear people say, especially the older generation of black moms and fathers, pray about it, talk to God about it. And that's okay. I, I 100% agree, pray, but also too therapists are there to help us get through and get by as well it's no different than if you got a headache you and it goes on for several days you're going to go to the doctor because you want the doctor to diagnose check you and prescribe you something that's going to help you get better it's no different mental illness physical illness it's no different we have to be you know ready and have somebody hold us accountable for getting better um Depression is something that, you know, attacks um, continuously. There are times when, you know, I'll find myself sad but not in despair or depressed. But I don't stay there because I know the longer I dwell in that emotion or in that state, it can lead to something else. So once you start figuring out triggers, once you start figuring out patterns, it'll help you better detect, okay, I need to either get help or I need to 
figure out what I'm doing and what has me in this space and come out of it quick. Because the one thing you don't ever want to do is when you're dealing and struggling with depression is get to a place where you're in despair because then you lose hope. And that's where you start seeing people wanting to commit suicide. You start seeing people talk about suicide. You start seeing people always looking at the negative side of things as opposed to saying, I can come out of this. It's, it, I won't be like this forever. Because when I was depressed, and I mean severely depressed, I had moments where I didn't care about nothing. Once upon a time... My kids were enough for me to live. And then I got to a place where even them being present wasn't enough. So I found myself trying to take my life and not even considering that I had kids because that's how far gone I was in my mind because I was depressed. And so I tell people all the time, when people tell me that they're depressed, I don't take it lightly. I'm like, listen, I feel like there are different stages in being depressed. I feel like, you know, just like certain illnesses have stage one, stage two, stage three, stage four. And stage four is like severe, like you about to be out of here. That's the same way I feel about depression. And I feel like anybody that's struggling with it, I don't care if you stage one, two, three or four, get help immediately. That's the one thing I push to people. Get help immediately. Your friends can't do it all the time. You can talk to them, but there's certain lows and certain weight that they can't carry. So get help. That's the one thing I would I would tell people. When you recognize and you acknowledge that that's what you're dealing with, go get help because it's better to do it sooner than later because the job to come out of it is just too much work once it's too far gone. All right, so um, as always, I do want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast. I know this one was a little bit different. Um, it was more so of an interview, but still tying it back into being a little girl. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, you just have to have a friend, a close friend, a sister, a brother, sit down with you sometimes and just have a conversation. That's how this podcast came about. We were in here sitting down having a, a conversation and I was like, you know what, this is podcast worthy. Um, but even if you don't have a podcast, that's okay. Call your friend, call your best friend, call your sister, call your brother and y'all sit down and have a conversation and you, you ask them questions, let them ask you questions and dig deep and uncover certain issues. It don't have to be something traumatic all the time but like in for an instant um if you are dealing with depression be comfortable enough to have somebody hold you accountable to talk about it and then go get help if you want them to go with you to your sessions most therapists will allow you to bring someone with you to your session um because they understand i'm not um I'm not like degreed or certified to to counsel anyone. So I always tell people when they come to me, I, I, I empower and encourage as much as I can. But I always end with you might want to contact someone who is degreed in this area, who has experience and education in this area, because I don't want to lead you astray. I went through some things. So I know that I can talk about it, but there are certain you know areas that I can't really touch and I think it's more important to see someone than you know pouring and and just leaving baggage on your friends because sometimes it can get overwhelming and then them trying to help you carry their load plus you know your load it can be a lot um so I hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast and I look forward to giving you some more content very shortly have a great rest of your day